special counsel Jack Smith's answer to the former president's Goslow request to the Supreme Court on his claims of presidential immunity. CNN's Evan Perez joins us with that. So what is the special counsel asking for in his latest filing? Well, he's pushing back on the former president's uh, effort to basically delay this. Uh, Trump has basically said, you know, you should let the appeals court uh, first hear this and, and then take this up after that, right? That's a, that's a play to, to delay, delay, which is part of uh, his overall strategy. Here, Jack Smith is saying, uh, I'll read you just a part of the, the filing, the public interest in a prompt resolution of this case favors an immediate definitive decision by this court. The charges here are of the utmost gravity. Of course, no president, no former president has ever been been uh, put on trial for uh, on criminal charges before. So Jack Smith points points out that this case is like nothing we've ever had in our history. He does uh, cite the 1974 uh, Nixon case, right, and and, and points out. Uh, that, you know, this perhaps is even bigger than that because you were talking about criminal charges against a former president. Yeah, so let's talk about the U.S. versus Nixon case and just the details of right. that and how that is relevant here. Well, so that's 1974, and Nixon was trying to use executive privilege, claiming executive privilege, to withhold recordings from the White House, the Nixon tapes. And in that case, the Supreme Court hopscotch, it, it leapfrogged the uh, appellate courts and took up the case. Uh, two months after the, the, the petition was filed, they uh, rendered a decision. 16 days after they had oral argument, they had a decision. So that's what Smith is asking here. Uh, he's asking for similar treatment. He's pointing out that, look, uh, this, is, this is a trial that's scheduled for March, right? And uh, Donald Trump, in, when he was asked for a trial date, actually asked for 2026. So he has no interest in getting this adjudicated anytime soon. Certainly not. So is there any sense of when the Supreme Court may respond here? Well, look, I mean, I, I do think that it is it is already shown uh, a, a lot of interest in this case. They already asked for briefs. Obviously, the fact that Trump had to respond yesterday is, is an indicator that they are paying attention very closely. The appeals court, by the way, has also gotten a message. They've, they've scheduled a, uh, 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 oral arguments for the case, the same case, on, on January 9th. So all the courts seem to be getting the message that there's a criticism, right, that the courts take too long. You and I have heard this over mm -hmm. the years, right, that the court takes way too long to hear these things. So the courts seem to be on this page saying, we can do this and we can do this quickly. So we don't know how quickly they'll take it up, but, I mean, obviously, they all know what the calendar looks like, right? The mm -hmm. voting begins, you know, in the next few weeks. Uh, and so that's what people are paying attention to. Certainly. All right. I know you'll be keeping an eye on it. Evan Price, thank you. And as we talked about, a good deal of the precedent in this case on both sides involves U.S. v. Nixon and another case, Nixon v. Fitzgerald. We're joined now by former Nixon White House counsel and Watergate whistleblower John Dean. Who better to give us perspective than you, John? So this latest filing from the special counsel once again stresses the gravity of the former president's case and cites U.S. v. Nixon as precedent for a swift decision. As Evan pointed out, saying, quote, here the stakes are at least as high, if not higher. Do you agree with that assessment? I think they are higher, actually, than U.S. versus Nixon. What we're seeking in the Nixon case were 64 secretly recorded conversations with aides. Uh, there were about a half a dozen uh, defendants who were about ready to go to trial, and the prosecutor wanted that set of tapes, 64 tapes, to use in the trial. 
Uh, he had no knowledge that, for example, it would force Nixon to resign when the information was released in those tapes. Uh, but he was just preparing for trial, went directly to the Supreme Court, as Evan mentioned, and got a ruling 60 days later. So it was a it, it is a powerful precedent. And Smith is relying on it. In your view, is the Supreme Court likely to grant Jack Smith's request here? I think they will. It would be very telling politically if for some reason they didn't. Uh, they, they theoretically could wait until the Court of Appeals acted, saying they wanted it fully briefed and they wanted to see what the Court of Appeals, where they came out on it. Uh, but I think that delay so plays into Trump's hand, uh, and it's so conspicuous to all of us now that Trump's M.O. is to indeed delay, 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 that it'll be telling politically if they are influenced at all by Trump. And, Pam, they have not been to date. I'm just wondering for context, because at the time in U.S. v. Nixon, it was seen as, as a big gamble for the prosecutor to, to skip over the appeals court, go straight to the Supreme Court for a decision. Um, has that changed in terms of a, a strategy? Is it more typical now to, to, to skip over appeals courts and, and go straight to the Supreme Court? Just help us understand the context there. It, it is more common today than it was. When, when Leon Jaworski did it in 74 in the Nixon case, it had been way back to a, uh, during the Trump, excuse me, the Truman administration in a case called Youngstown versus, Youngstown Sheet and Tube versus Sawyer, where they jumped in and did one of these accelerated uh, examinations of the outcome. The president had indeed seized the steel mills, and that's why they wanted to act quickly. Uh, but it was a very out-of-pace uh, action by Jaworski. But now, as uh, I said, it's much more common today. There, there have probably been five or six cases uh, in the last few years. So I want to go back to that comparison again, because the issue at the heart of the U.S. v. Nixon was, was whether a pr president has privilege in a subpoena fight, not this question of criminal presidential immunity that Jack Smith is currently asking the Supreme Court to consider. You said it's a bigger deal with this case. But is there a meaningful distinction here? Just help us understand that. Well, the distinction is Nixon was not personally exposed uh, in the criminal proceeding at that point. He was an unindicted co-conspirator, uh, but had no criminal liability. Uh, no one knew what he was really hiding, which was the fact that he had indeed, very early in the Watergate cover-up, given instructions to his top chief of staff and other aides that to use the FBI to block the CIA uh, which was pure cover-up language, uh, not well understood at the time, months and months and months after the cover-up had under, been undertaken and the court is looking at this. Uh, but Trump was, excuse me, Nixon was really hiding one tape uh, in that 64. And indeed, when the tape surfaced, it would force him to resign because it put the lie to all of his claims that he had not been involved in the cover-up. John Dean, as always, thank you for coming on to offer your very important perspective.